There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 429. Uh, I'm at Skydart's place. What are you playing over there? I'm playing the it sounds funny. It's amazing. Is that on Steam? Yes. Sweet. But you can't put it on a Mac. Gotta be PC. You're by. You're by platform. I'm literally dual wielding. Oh, she has a hand on each platform. Hey, At Midnight is finally on Comedy Central. It is the sort of game show that I host that's after the Colbert Report, Monday through Thursday, on Comedy Central, where we bring comedians on and uh, essentially make fun of social media in a game show format. Um, we had an amazing first week. Our guests were phenomenal. I, I Kyle can everyone makes me laugh, but Kyle Kinane makes me laugh so, 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 so much. So uh, if you catch that episode last week, uh, that one was particularly fun. This week's episodes have uh, Eugene Merman and Kristen Schaal and Doug Benson and Matt Bronger and Pat Oswalt and Scott Ackerman and Matt Besser and Natasha Legero and Steve Agee and Moshe Kasher. So watch it. Comedy Central. Midnight. The name is what time it's on at midnight. And follow us on the tweets. Uh, I'll be performing at the Carolina Theater in Durham, North Carolina on November 8th. And then a bunch of dates coming up in Chicago, Minneapolis, and Seattle in December. So go to Nerdist.com slash calendar for information on that. I'd like to thank Stamps.com for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. It is easy to use. It is fast. Why would you ever go to a post office again? Uh, don't answer that, because it's rhetorical, because I can't hear what you're saying. I can feel in the Earth's magnetic fields that you're responding, uh, but I can't quite make it out. It sounds like what it used to sound like to sign on to America Online in the 1900s. Um, but Stamps.com will print out the exact postage you need. Uh, any class of mail you need, the postal carrier will come pick it up from your house. You never have to leave your house because the world and people can really be a trial. So stay in, mail all your stuff, whatever you need. Right now there's a, a promo code, Nerdist. Uh, there's a no-risk trial when you use that, $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale and $55 of free postage. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Nerdist. That's Stamps.com. Enter the promo code Nerdist. This episode is Ike Barinholtz, who, uh, if you're not familiar with Ike, you should be, and you probably will be more. Uh, he is on the Mindy Project right now, which is Tuesdays at 9.30, 8 central. But Ike is Ike is one of the funniest human beings you could ever meet. I mean, he's uh, a freaking riff monster. Oh, we can all keep up pretty well uh, on the show, and but when someone like Ike comes on, it, I think I feel like it just raises everyone's game. Um, he's that unbelievably funny. So uh, you should follow him on Twitter, Ike Barinholtz, and uh, listen to this episode of the Nerdist Podcast number 429 with a new best pal, Ike Barinholtz. What are you snickering at me for? 
You did your DJ voice again. I did my DJ voice again. I'm a new friend. Oh, Silver Five on the road Lot traffic out there. Hey, I'll be a DJ in a Peppers and Irvine this week. Come back for some free keychains. Yes, all morning radio sounds like a fucking acid trip. That's why. All right, I'm going to go talk to Skydart about morning radio and watch her play the Stanley. I know you're going to play the Stanley Parable. Okay, I've stopped recording now. Okay, good. I did not stop recording. Oh, All right, here it goes. Now. Podcast. Now entering Nerdist.com. on the podcast. What did we Hello. do together recently? Was it the Awesomes panel? We did the Awesomes panel at yes. uh, Comic-Con. Yes. That's my first time there. That was your first time at Comic-Con? Yeah. What'd you think? You know how everyone's like a nerd these days? Yeah. Like like hot girls are like, I'm a total nerd. I watch Game of Thrones. Yep. Like there are like, at that panel, we had a Q&A and like this guy stood up and was like, I have a question for Seth Meyers. My name is Black Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, wow. These are like real. <laughs> yeah. True. Donald Glover he- was there? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, and, and I think I think I was like, Miles Morales? Because that's, that's Black Spider-Man. That's a deep cut. That's fantastic. But uh, but uh, the, I, I remember Black Spider-Man, and yeah. Black Spider-Man was awesome. He was amazing. I mean, I loved it. It was so cool. I saw a 400-pound guy walking down the street, and he's dressed as, I think, the only thing he can be dressed as, uh, which is Bane. Yep. <laughs> like I feel like when Dark Knight Rises came out, every fat man was like, oh, thank God, I have a costume. Finally, <laughs> Finally. Finally a costume that can hide my fat. I could throw away the blob costume. <laughs> well, did you spend any other time at the at Comic-Con, or was I it did, just for I the panel? Wor- I was working. I literally just had a baby like like a week before that. So How's like, your vagina? Uh, it's pretty swollen still. I'm icing it now, though. <laughs> Laser it. Um, You're icing it right now? I, I want to have another one before I start uh, doing some surgery. No. But um, I drove down. I did that panel with you guys. I met... Um, What's his name? Michael Eric Tyson. Eric Michael Tyson. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. There you go. <laughs> I was one for three on his name. <laughs> Eric Michael Tyson. One for three. Um, I met him, and then, uh, yeah, I saw a bunch of uh, hawk, semi-hot girls dressed up Neil like Neil Michael Tyson. Yeah. Neil Michael deGrasse Tyson. So we can Tyson. see that the universe is a never-expanding sphere of matter. Billions and billions. There's billions and billions of stars out there. Um, the universe is beyond you comprehend. <laughs> so you said a lot of Khaleesi's? <laughs> A lot of Khaleesi's taking over. Khaleesi's taking over slave labor. So many Khaleesi's. Well, the Khaleesi costume is not that. Di- I mean, it, like it's it's a Threads. very simple, yeah. cool. You know, like you get the cool blonde hair, and yeah. you just get a little bit of the Jothraki garb, and you're good. Yeah. My wife and I, for uh, Halloween last year, I convinced her that we should dress up as Brielle and Jamie Lannister, and I would be Brielle, she'd be Jamie Lannister. I went to Universal Studios. I got the whole Edith Head costume building at my disposal. You pay 100 bucks if you're an employee, and you get any costume you want. So we had full gear. We looked amazing. No one at this party. Huge party at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Huge party. No one knew who we were, except for one woman came up to us, and she was dressed as Khaleesi, and she goes, <gasps> Game of Thrones, and she had like six teeth. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. And she just got out of the ground. She just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She was just, yeah, I'm going to go back to bed now. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
That's pretty. Uh, uh, how, what was your Jamie Lannister costume? What, my Jamie wife Lannister? was Jamie Lannister. My wife, I put like a beard on her, and I put like. Oh, uh, your wife was. Jamie. Yeah, I took like a cloak from uh, the Russell Crowe Robin Hood, and then I tied her hands up, and I <laughs> drew like <laughs> gigantic cloak. I drew like shit beard all over her face, and then for real, I had like a full suit of armor and a giant blonde wig, oh, and it was great. amazing. But it was so underappreciated. That's a it, great. That's a great duo costume. It was good. Oh, I feel yeah. like a lot of people will be doing it this year. Yeah, because they were more of a storyline last year, but we were way ahead of the curve. So. <laughs> yes, but Whatever, something horrible matter. has to happen to be Jamie Lannister now. Yes. You gotta go around handless. Yeah, you gotta go around handless. Yeah. You could just... Spoiler alert! <laughs> you could hang the hand on go your... Go for a uh... cable. God, so many things were cut off last season. Yeah. They cut off that guy's dick. Oh. That was... I feel like the one storyline that I was kind of like... Eh, come on, guys. guys. Come on. Maybe it happened like... in the books, but come well, on. No, actually, it didn't, didn't happen. happen That's the, the one yeah. storyline they kind of, like, created. Yeah. He disappears for a while in the books, and he comes back, and then he just doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. George, what do you... What do you... What would you... If you could change the books, what's the one thing you would change? Well, um, I would uh, have... Uh... A uh, whole subplot where uh, uh, Lord Bolton cuts off uh, that guy's dick. <laughs> that, that guy All right, back to so. back to my fried chicken. <laughs> Doesn't he look like he has the world's greatest recipe for fried chicken, George R. R. Martin? <laughs> like, he just... George R. R. Martin's roasters. <laughs> 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 the second R is for roasters. George Roaster. George Roaster. Roaster Martin. <laughs> you know what? I've changed it. It's George Roasters, Roasters, Martin. The extra roasting. I think they actually had to cut down, from what I hear, they cut down a lot of the sex stuff yeah. in, the, in the television show. Yes. Because the actors were kind of like, hey, now that the show's kind of popular and we have some say, yeah, yeah. we kind of don't want to do this shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dinklage is like, do I really have to have this hooker take a dump on my face? <laughs> I think I've established myself as a popular character on a great show. Well, we're not shooting right now. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, uh, oh. Okay, so I mean, so the answer is yes. The answer yeah, is yes, I, I do. I just wanted clarification. <laughs> oh, I love it, though. I love it so. I love it, too. I, so you know, I just, uh, I, I really enjoy it. I, I, I want, you know, I've said many times before, I just, I, I just, I want more supernatural shit in the show. I want more fucking magic in the show. Well, you had it last year with all the, the brotherhood of band of yeah, the brothers, White the White and then the guy that's The like, White Walkers you got for like a second. But I'm talking about the guy who's like, I, I've been killed seven times. Oh, that, that guy, guy yeah. was that very guy. Oh, yeah, that magical. And I'm good friends with actually Carice Van Houten, who plays Melisandre. And that's a lot of supernatural that stuff. That Milhouse's And also, as Milhouse's aunt, yeah. <laughs> she became a very famous actress in Holland. Uh, still talks to Milhouse and, and, and Kirk. Um, oh, good. She's not one of the Dutch Van Houtens. No, no, she is, no, no. She is one of the Dutch Van Houtens. She is a Dutch Van Houten. Houten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, my do you remember the name is in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the name of Kirk Van Houten's single? Uh, can I borrow a feeling? Yes! Borrow a feeling. <laughs> can you lend me a jar of love? <laughs> I Broken hearts need you, some healing. Can you do a favor for a guy in love? Then my, my favorite, Ew, Kirk, no. Yeah. My favorite joke ever in The Simpsons is when he's staying at that like apartment for men. And he's like, it's a bunch of cool single guys. And someone's like... <laughs> Hey, another raccoon died in the pool. He goes, I just throw it over the fence. Let Arby's deal with it. Let Arby's deal with it. (laughs) Yeah, that was let Arby's deal with it. And also, that had one of my favorite visual gags, which which was the woman who worked at the radio station, where she's like, can I borrow the keys, lover? I got to go change wigs. (laughs) It's Tress McNeil. She She has a cigarette, and she takes a drink, and it just, with the cigarette in her mouth, and they, you just hear this, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking genius. It's such a great visual gag. So good. Uh, so good. That the, show's gonna last, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's gonna work. It's gonna work. It has. It's still around. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's got a future. Uh, <laughs> you're on the. Uh, you are also on the Fox Network. Yes, Uncle Rupert. <laughs> what I call him, Uncle Rupert Murdoch. Uncle Rupert's <laughs> channel. Unky <laughs> Rupert. You got to make it seem less evil. Unky Rupert. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Ike. I had you doing Nettis today. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Hardwick I'm going to fucking kill him. <laughs> you just tell him he'll know what it He'll means. know what it means. Uh, yes, Fox Network, Mindy Project. The Mindy Project. The Mindy Project. You're on that Indian Gills project, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill her. <laughs> what? I, I think, I don't know. I don't know why all of a sudden he wants to kill everyone. He wants to kill everyone. Yeah, that's how it so works. was the Mindy Project a working title and then they're just like, fuck it? No, actually, it was actually called It's Messy. Mm. And they're like, this is a show about a OBGYN. Maybe let's leave the word messy out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they just uh, went over uh, to, uh, to the project, which I think is good. I like it. Yeah, it yeah. lets people know who she is and That's that true. she has a project. <laughs> that there's something going on. And that things are happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are some other titles they could have called that show? <laughs> um, Scalpula. Scalpula. Mm. Yep. <laughs> pussily, pussily, we roll along. <laughs> Stirrups. <laughs> yeah, because it's like so yeah. socially she's stirring things up. Yeah. You Just, might feel some pressure. Yeah. This will be a little cold. This will be a little cold. Um, Push it out, breathe. Also, yeah. this is just uh, three guys speculating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> None of us have any idea. Yeah. I have no idea what they go Are through. Are we speculuming? Uh, kiss, 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 kiss. No, I'm just sorry. Uh, Pat Smear. <laughs> <laughs> you, how old is your baby? Three and a half months. I'm not kidding you. This morning we woke up. We have a little baby monitor. We woke up to the sound of her shitting. Hey, like it was like, right. like it was like literally it was like at like seven fifteen. Her just like. <laughs> we're like all right, well, someone just shit. That's good. I'm gonna put I that know, as a tone on my phone. <laughs> I've already. I'm already selling it. Um, if you go to um my Twitter page, there's a link where you can buy that sound oh, of my a... daughter shitting. <laughs> <laughs> no pervos. <laughs> Guy in friggin' hand over Germany right now. It's like, oh, download. Well, he just said not for no purple, so. No, yeah, right. yeah, but I'm still gonna do it anyway. Oh, yeah. Damn it, the no purple defense. And money has God made me. I'm, I am French for some reason. I'm French Canadian. <laughs> Living in Germany. <laughs> I'm also a purple. God, what an international pervert. He really gets around. Hey, take guy. it down, Tom Pervo. Hey, come on. Hey. Oh, look at those guns. What's up? Okay, I was fucking around. Now I'm getting serious. Now I'm getting serious. Jonas flexing. Jonas flexing. Oh, all the blood's rushing to his arm. Oh, oh, that visual joke's going to play real good. Do another one. <laughs> That's what that Guys, is. Guys, look at his walk. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> now they'll never know. Now they'll never know. you just said they'd never know. It was a good walk, Don. Oh, it was. So, uh, so you have a three-month-old baby. Three-month-old uh, baby. You're going to keep it? You're good? We are going to keep it. We Good. we decided uh, to keep it. We were going to ha- considering having a fourth ter- trimester abortion, <laughs> but, but we are keeping. But this you're thing. keeping the baby. We love her. Already got her commercial agent. Uh, <laughs> getting her face out. They're working on her reel. Good. Um, Which is uh, right now. It's just this. <laughs> Number one on iTunes. Yep. It's pretty good. <laughs> iTunes Germany. It's blowing up. <laughs> have you have you heard baby shit? <laughs> my daughter, my daughter is the number one bo artist. Butts, butts over. She does butts, butts over. 
That was the best I, one I could come up with. Good. I like it. No, I don't. You don't. If you say you like it, you don't really like no, it. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm excusing laughter to just say. I, I want, you, I want you to know I acknowledge what you said, and I am a fan. I am, I am acknowledging what you said, so there is not awkward silence. I'm making a noise to help carry the momentum of that clearly dead I'm moment. Being a polite guest. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be rude. I don't know you very well. That's funny. There's a sound for that. <laughs> Where would you are? What is are you IO or uh, mostly IO? We actually met like eight years ago. We what? did a, an Armando Diaz show. Oh, that's you right, Armando Diaz. Yes. Yeah, yeah, with 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 Adrian, with uh, Adrian and Laura Kraft and all those guys. Yeah, I did it in Chicago, uh, like back in like the nineties, and then I, did, I went to Amsterdam and mm-hmm. did this thing called Boom Chicago, Boom Chicago, right? With like Seth Meyers and his brother Josh. Oh yeah, Vegas I know all about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went there and did like a fucking ton of drugs, and um, <laughs> and then I came out here. Um, and that is my X Men origin story. Yeah. <laughs> what? I would that's say pretty, that's pretty trucking. Where's the mutant part? You just uh, went to Holland and did drugs. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. that's where I got my mutation. Yeah. And my, I should and my be powers. dead. <laughs> right. Now. Yeah. My mutation is I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that the Armando shows were great. There was sort of like um the just for just to put in context, it's sort of this a similar but not quite similar. But it's the same kind of thing as like ASCAT, where it's like there's a monologist. Yes. It was ASCAT before ASCAT. Yes. Yes. And and before UCB moved out here for years, we had like a four year run where it was so good, where everyone could be like you or like David Cross or Patton and had like these really great stand ups come in and do, you know, just, they would talk about, tell a story from their real lives and then we would, you know, do improv scenes around it. Well, I was fine that, that, that just in talking to improvisers, they would get annoyed if a comic would come in and do material because it oh, was yeah. like, it's really hard to, you just, yeah. they always, always say, don't, Try to that's where you see stand up and improv like yeah. butt up, where the comic is always like, I gotta have a high I, joke yeah, yeah. per minute. Yeah, and it's if you're the monologist making jokes, then you're not leaving room for story for the improvisers, right? Well, you yeah. could you could always tell too if like they take the suggestion, and the suggestion's like scurvy, like scurvy. So my girlfriend and I broke up, yeah, you know what I mean, and then just go clearly right into the maybe she had scurvy. I don't know, I don't fucking know, but her mom was a bitch, you know, (laughs) but like that, that really doesn't happen a whole lot, especially at the Armando because we got you know really good people. That was a great, the fuck, the the level of improv. Oh, uh, I think Jack McBrayer was on that show too, McBrayer, Pat, so many. So Dave Keckner would come yeah. and play all the time, and uh, Sudeikis when he was before, between <coughs> SNL and that. Uh, it was just a really, really, really fun group. I still I don't do it enough anymore because I have no time to live. But <laughs> so um, you but have a job it, and a child. I have a job and a child. That's it. I'm done, and I like to watch football and television programs. So uh, yeah, I don't get to do it anymore. But it, it it is fun, and you get every once in a while you get one of those killer shows. But when you try to tell people the next day about an improv scene that went well, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's the most depressing yeah, thing. It's like, really you had to be there. We were in the White House. And then this guy comes in and he's like, I am an alien. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Wait, you're in the oh, you got to remember that two scenes no. before that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was a callback to earlier when Pat Finn came out and he came out as a gunslinger. Who's Pat Finn? Pat Finn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Now that you've said his yeah, yeah, name yeah, yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's never uh, works to tell someone how great an impression is. No, what was. a fucking phenomenal cluster of, of improvisers. When I first started in Chicago, I would go to the Armando show every week. And it was before UCB was UCB. So like... Like, the worst person playing would be, like, Matt Walsh, who's, like, the fucking greatest improviser ever. Right. You'd have, you know, like Brian Stack and all the Conan writers now, and, like, it was it was, it was was amazing. It was such, like, Horatio Sands and, and uh, Tina and Rachel Dratch. Was this and, Matt Dwyer around this time, Matt too? Dwyer. Matt, like, Matt, Matt was, like, the lowest guy at the totem pole at that yeah, point. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then he eventually became, like, a huge guy in, in the scene. So it was really, that's kind of where, like, I, that's, like, comedy college for me. Did you do any stand-up in Chicago? 
I've only done it a few times, and I, I've done well, and I'm like three for three, and I'm like, I want to kind of hang yeah. my hat up a little bit, <laughs> because I, I've, for me, stand-up is like, I hate people that are like, yeah, I do stand-up once in a while. Right. It's yeah. like, fuck, you got to fucking go out every night, I feel like, at right. least for years, and really like, you know, you got to die and bomb, and it takes yeah. so much work, and I've always just kind of been... Kind of a pussy like that. And yeah, just it's being like, worst. It's worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but, I mean, no, it's the, it's the great. It's the. I think it would be my favorite thing in the world. But at this point, I'm just like, I'm too old. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I I can't say to my wife, "Hey, I'm going to Tempe this weekend." Um, <laughs> you know. So I I feel like I kind of a little bit missed the the boat on that. But I love watching it. If you really loved doing stand up, you would figure out a way to do it. If you don't love it, then do you love it? I do. You love it. How many times a month do you go up and do actual stand up? Um, well, in the in the non summer months, it, it was almost every weekend. Right. I mean, I was on the road traveling, yeah. but now I can't because because uh, of work. You have work because yeah. I, I have work. So, Jonah, how often do you do? Uh, I average about uh, just uh, just me going out and doing a stand up set, whether it's at the store or whether it's on the road. Uh, well, I do once a week. I host a show here with Kumail. Yes, and that's right. usually about it. <laughs> I'm really, but I do. But, <laughs> like, when I'm on the road, I'm doing I'm doing an hour, and so yes. for me to just like run around. I mean, like there there's a point in your stand up where I think you need to get up as much as possible yeah. every time, just doing six minute sets. But I don't um, I don't really it, it's it, like to go do a six minute set somewhere right now. For yeah, me, it's not enjoyable. It's, it doesn't yeah. really help that much because a lot of times like. All the stuff is in context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're so, not trying to put together like a TV. I'm set. I'm not putting together a TV set. Like yeah. That. So when I when I go, um, you know, I was just where was I? I think maybe just at Cobb's. I was just at Cobb's yeah. in San Francisco, uh, and then uh, just in Boston too. Yeah. Um, and then so as soon as I as soon as work wraps for me in November, I'll be back out on the road again. See, I admire that so much, and I feel like at this point, I'm just like. It, it, it would be like uh, like just an old out of shape guy trying to join like a like a CrossFit class. Oh. You know what I mean? And he's like, <laughs> oh, I shit myself. I have to leave. <laughs> um, but I still like every once in a while, like if like Seth Meyers was doing a show and he called me and said, like, "Can you open for me?" I would throw together like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I could also do impressions, so I feel like I can milk that <clears throat> titty for like for like eight minutes, and then that's my set. <laughs> like I'll fucking do Obama, I'll do Charles Barkley, I'll like it, and then I'm out. Um, so yeah, but did you do I, Charles uh, Barkley? Oh, of course. You know, yeah, I do Charles. <laughs> the thing about Charles Barkley is, it's all it is is it's just <laughs> it's a bit of a draw, and it's just talking. Like one time, Rick Mahorn and I, we were in Milwaukee, and <laughs> I got real fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it's just like <laughs> you know what I keep expecting to go. My name is Humpty. Pronounce with the same thing. It's the Humpty dance. It's digital underground. It is. It's basically it's talking Humpty Hump. There's a story I heard about Barkley where he was at the dinner with this guy one time. It's like some manager, and he was like the manager said, who had. Who had the biggest dick? Like, what player had the biggest dick? And Barkley was like, oh, Manute Bull did for sure. <laughs> um, Manute in the locker room, he would take it out, and he would swing it, and he'd run up to you and be like, kiss it. And one night, I was in Milwaukee, and Rick Mahorn and I got a call. Manute was harassing one of the hotel staff, and we got in the elevator. So we, he couldn't do it. He's such a good guy. And we got down there, and she was like, he took his dick out and started swinging it. I'm like, okay, he did it. <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> My name is Art Barkley, pronounced with an Arkley. Oh, ladies, oh, I'm how a I like to fuck me. <laughs> it works. It does yes, work. through the internet. It does yes, work. It I does work. Meme it, meme it, meme it. Instagram, Instagram. Can I do it in 15 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but is it Instagram video? I don't know. I'll Vine it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do you guys it. do Vine and IGVid? I've, uh, I've <laughs> failed on Vine. God damn it. IGVid? IGVid. Vid, do you guys do it again? Do you guys do it again? It, it's. I feel like Vine is getting crushed by IGVid. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't see as much vining as no, I did. No, it's. Yeah. I feel like it might be a beta VHS situation. Yeah, but like Vine is good for comedy. Vine's better for bits because you only want like a quick joke. Yeah, you don't exactly. want like fifteen, you know, ten seconds of shoe level yeah. for a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but the thing is, the video quality um, on Instagram video is better because it has the stabilizer. Mm-hmm. You can make things look really gorgeous. And but yeah, Vine and just... Facebook owns it. And Facebook, <laughs> so owns that's true. that's yeah. the upside to that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Instagram is better for like taking like if you're watching like a horrible TV show and you're like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. I got to take a video of this and like send it to it. You know, it's, that's that's what it's good for. for a while. I was uh, compiling all the times. Uh, uh, and Ray Donovan or the wife goes, you crazy, Ray. <laughs> and I had, like, it's like I have like a fucking good amount, but I have to comb through one more time. Our showrunner is like Ray Donovan, same thing every episode. He shows up and some like Jewish studio head goes, oh, God, Ray Donovan, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> like every episode. <laughs> I also love, too, that he's a fixer. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to like, get rid of the problem. And like the only thing I ever saw was he's like a huge party. And he like breaks this guy's arm in front of the whole party. It's like. <laughs> Way to keep a low profile. Yeah, Ray, stay under the, the radar. radar. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't draw more attention to yourself if you tried. Great show. Hey, that... hey, hey. He's breaking that the guy up. wouldn't let his kids into a nice school because that guy was on the board. Well, he deserved <laughs> it. The context. Then. And he deserved yeah, it. Yeah. To be publicly he, broken. He was he was able to do that because that guy didn't have anything to do with his like, you know, illegal <laughs> things. It had something to do personally. And you know, a Donovan doesn't take that shit. No oh God, Ray Donovan, no, I'm in Ray trouble. Shit. I've done it now. <laughs> <laughs> no God, thanks for coming on Shabbos. I'm Jewish, so I can make these jokes. Oh, just, uh, just to alleviate the uncomfortability of someone making a Jewish joke. I am Jew. <laughs> okay. Hear me, oi. Hear me, oi. I am Jew, starring Will Smith. <laughs> he might do it. He might be like, that sounds like a man. I'd do that. I'd do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could take that on. I could do that. I could play a Hebrew. <laughs> I am legend the first 15 minutes I was like new favorite movie next hour and a half worst movie I've ever seen <laughs> yeah so much promise uh, I was on TV the other day and I was, like, I was like it's just so close to being like yeah yeah really yeah, good. yeah 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 it's, they missed the mark the dog part no nope. can't handle that no. Han- Hancock 2 that's another one of those movies where yes. you start uh, and you're like oh this finally. is the greatest movie yeah. what just happened what the yeah, yeah. Oh, what no. just, and we're the same movie yeah. did you switch a reel yeah. from an entirely other movie that looks very similar to the one we were just watching with the same actors projectionist and... <laughs> if so crazy good job <laughs> right. good on you yeah. right. it was a seamless transition what a weird skill you've created <laughs> what is it like living up there in isolation by the way I've never spoken to one of you oh my god uh, I know that was another one it's like oh if you just oh you're so close you're so close that's and that's always worse than like a bad movie or like a movie that's bad all the way through yeah yeah when you're almost there yeah no no I I take a joy in really bad movies I I could watch them oh god almost more Almost more than a good movie sometimes. I yeah. will watch a real piece of shit and just like relish in it. I love yeah. it. There's this, my favorite bad movie right now is this movie called Gedevin. Gedevin. Yeah, they've been showing it at Cinefamily a lot where it's uh, it's called Get Even, but in the title <laughs> sequence they put the words so close together that it just looks like one word. So everyone just refers to it as Gedevin. <laughs> and it's uh, written, produced, directed, and starring a trial attorney from Los Angeles. Oh my God. So is this like the room style bad? Yeah, it's, but okay. it's like, it's. It's a little bit more capable as a right. movie than The Room, but it's uh, it's just like there's this one like uh, sex scene in it yeah. where they clearly had just two cameras on the sex scene, and then they played it all in one angle and then just crossfaded to the other angle where oh. it just started over. 
Oh, wow, that's egregious. Yeah, it's real fucking weird. I started watching, um, I was just looking at that Drive poster, I started watching Only God Forgives. Oh, how is that? It's it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm a fan of Drive. I love Valhalla Rising. Yeah. Gosling, yeah, whatever. But like, I started. Well, I turned it off 15 minutes in. But it, you guys, I encourage you to watch it. It's utter madness. <laughs> Gosling is insane in it. Ryan Gosling, I, I get it. Okay, people, girls love him. Is he a good actor? Every movie he does this. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's like. Yeah. yeah. Where are you from, Brooklyn? It's like, <laughs> what are you, a fucking cartoon? Like, I, mean, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's great. Yeah. I, I that, that was like my uh, my Gosling impression. I don't know. Like, I don't want him. Yeah, I don't want to. No thanks. No thanks. I don't know. You know, I haven't. Uh, maybe he's one of those guys that doesn't do that much, and so people are like, "Oh, there's a lot going." I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't a, know. What was the movie? Uh, I didn't see. Only God forgives. There was the uh, you one. have to see it. It's insane. It's do insane. I have to see it? No. You just said it was really bad. It's, I mean, if you want to just watch the, uh, someone go into the depths of madness, for yeah. it's it's crazy. I couldn't get it's through so Hollow Rising. I got really. And watch Valhalla Rising. And really got into it. I, I, for some reason, it was one of those movies that my wife clearly let me know, like that's not for me. You watch yeah. it on your own. I got into it, loved it. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. He's a great actor, but uh, only God forgives is insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, that Gosling. I don't know. Yeah. He, he like the, He was. He had a lot of lines in a crazy sexy love. Is that the or crazy stupid love? Yeah. But even yeah. that, he's still like, I'm going to show you how to get a goyle. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> a goyle. Dude, come on, man. <laughs> Talk like a normal person. Yeah. You're from Vancouver. Hey, she's your daughter. <laughs> she was a, it was a crazy, sexy, cool. Crazy, sexy. It was, yes. It was crazy. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go. Ha- the whole score for that or the soundtrack should have been TLC's Crazy, yes. Sexy, Cool for Crazy, Stupid Love. It should have been. <laughs> Little Ryan Gosling is on the film. And here comes Steve Carell to be a lovable dope. <laughs> don't go chasing water. We could just go. Don't go chasing waterfalls. It was just all Ryan Gosling plots. <laughs> just all of the Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Little Ryan Gosling got a fake girl that it takes around like she's living and breathing. <laughs> <laughs> What's another Gosling movie? I don't know. <laughs> what is another Gosling movie? Drive. There's a fucking poster for it right there. No, but... I know, but no. Uh... We already did that one. Blue, Blue Valentine. Oh, Blue Valentine. Yeah, which <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> need in need input. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you just became like the worst friend. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't see it. Like need input. <laughs> TMI. He's trying to TMI. Basically, yeah. he's trying to describe the last four minutes of the podcast to someone who had never heard it. All right, so they were doing this bit where they were singing Ryan Gosling movies as TLC songs, and then when they ran out, the one guy was the robot from Short Circuit. Then, like, everything about it just sounds then so Pat bad. Then Pat Finn comes in. Yeah. Who's Pat Finn? No, Pat Finn! Finn! Oh, Pat Finn! <laughs> I really do know Pat Finn, and he's fucking hilarious. Hilarious, hilarious, man. Who? Pat Finn! Oh. Pat Finn! Pat Finn! Damn it, Jonah. Red Room! Pat Finn! <laughs> <laughs> I'm referency today. What the yeah. fuck, man? It's too referency. Uh, uh, just way too. To have you just do no more reference? I'd pay you one million dollars. <laughs> no, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> what if Clarence Boddicker from RoboCop was actually Danny from The Shining? I think it goes like this: Red rum, motherfucker. Red rum, bitches, leave. Uh, <laughs> red rum, bitches, leave. <laughs> the greatest line ever. Red rum, red rum can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that you could do a Kurtwood Smith? I do Kurtwood Smith, man. I love Kurtwood Smith. Great he's, actor. He man. is in the, the repertoire. Oh yeah, he's in there. 
He's no one's ever asked for it. Do <laughs> <laughs> Kerwood Smith, dude? <laughs> I do. I have a couple like that too. Where it's like uh, Kevin McDonald. It's uh, Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall. Hey guys, <laughs> there's a cat on my head. I do uh, Arkin. What do you mean? It's Aga. What the fuck are you talking about? Who cares? <laughs> no one's really. No one's really. Let me hear your uh, arcing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You always have to just say the other character's name a bunch of times. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Line. Listen, Affleck, we're going to go to Iran and make this movie. Fuck you. <laughs> you should basically, your impersonation should be like <clears throat> an 80s cartoon character who only says its own name. <laughs> it's like, Arkin. 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 Alan Arkin. Fuck you. Arkin. 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 Alan Barkin. It's in the name. <laughs> it's in the name. It's not part of it. Can't spell it without Arkin. Uh, Can't spell uh, without. My name is Arkin. We have come full circle. <laughs> oh, man. I would imagine for you. Do you, do you have a lot of, like, do you have any kind of exercising the comedy thing, just hanging out, fucking around with people anymore, or is it pretty much like, work, 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 well, baby, the, baby, 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 baby? The good thing is, I'm on set a lot, so, like, and even if, too, if I'm in the writer's room, you're surrounded by people that are into comedy and shit, so you gotta do bits all day, like, Adam Pally's on our show, Mindy's on our show. Do you write on the show as well? Yeah, 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 I write on the show. That's fantastic! Yeah, no, it's fun, it's fun, and my partner and I were on set, like, we're kind of like the on-set writers, so we're kind of all day doing bits and, and imitations and stuff, and... Some of them are bad. Sometimes you get really tired and shit. But it, it, you're constantly, you know, you're on a show. You're constantly talking. You're constantly, you know, running your mouth and doing bits. So you're, you're flexing a lot. The mm. interesting challenge for you or any comedian, and I don't even have kids and it's still an interesting challenge for me, is how do you expend all that energy all day and still come home and not be a cock to your significant other? You yeah. come home so late, they're all sleeping. <laughs> oh, 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 no. And then in the morning, you're... You're very dick. generous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the morning... <laughs> it's tough. Like, I'll say to my wife, like, oh, God, I got no sleep last night. Like six hours of sleep. She's like, "Oh, you got six hours? Oh my god! Every two hours, I was spraying breast milk in this little monster face. <laughs> <laughs> you dickhead!" <laughs> so yeah, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> she's really milking that tit. Oh, she oh, really. I mean, she's really it, milking it, the it, impression it, it, tit. She is. Um, but yeah, it's, and then on the weekends, you just kind of play with the baby all day. <laughs> now, did your wife think she was watching like mommy videos, but was watching porn? Because why is she spraying it all over the baby's face? She watches. Uh, lactating mama's four. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? Yeah, it sounds good. As three. It's uh, well. They really sold out when Ryan Gosling came on. Yeah. Spray me in the face with titmel. <laughs> I like that. I'm a monster. I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Are you guys? So you're in production right now? Yeah, we until I, what? Like Thanksgiving, maybe? Yeah, we get like a week off of Thanksgiving, and then we come back, and we get like a week off of Christmas, and then we go to like March. Oh, that's great! It's good. It's good. It's a lot of work, but it's it's fun. You know, people. Uh, I think they like the show, and it's like it's such a fun group. We got like writers from Thirty Rock, the guy who wrote on The Simpsons for like ten years. He's got crazy stories of The Simpsons. Uh, so it's fun. It's a super fun job, and you know, and then in the off season, you try to like book a movie. I got a movie coming out. What with, the uh, What's the movie? With uh, it's called Neighbors with uh, Rogan and Zac Efron. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Who's yeah? It's I like that Zac. I've Efron. never. I've never gave a shit about Zac Efron before this movie, and now I'm kind of obsessed with him. Did you see Seventeen again? 
Yeah, he's actually really good in that. He's great in that. Yeah, his body. Okay, this is gonna. I'm gonna get in a weird area for a second. No, no, no. Go. For I it. was with Rogan, and we're there's a scene where he takes his shirt off, and he's not the same species as us. Like he's one of those guys. <laughs> like Rogan goes. That's a guy who definitely doesn't have to wake up to shit. <laughs> he takes care of himself. Um, but yeah, so that's coming out in in, uh, in May. But the rest of the time, it's just it's just the show. It's did it. you ever do? Did you ever audition for SNL? You must have done that. Well, I did Mad TV for five. Oh, years. you did Mad. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I never got to audition for SNL. I came out here and was like a waiter for a year, and then when I was like twenty five, I got hired to, to Mad, which was like super fun for like three years. And then after a while, you're like, "What are we doing here, guys? <laughs> Let's step it up. The, no more fucking wrestlers on the show. Like every week. Like I always said, like I was I was very young and brash, and like my first week there, I was like, we should never have guests on the show ever. Like like it's stupid SNL. Like you'll click on. SNL and you'll see like fucking Steve Martin 69ing with Paul McCartney like yeah, yeah. and then you'll turn over us and we're like we have Todd Bridges it's like <laughs> like stop doing it it's a bad game to play but they had The Rock on one time you know and it got like a rating spike or a slight rating spike so after that the owner of the show who's this old guy who was really out of touch he was like Alfred oh, e. Newman Alfred e. Newman yeah. old, old Alfred yeah, e. Newman yeah, yeah. <laughs> What, he still was always smiling, uh, but he was like, "No, we got to have wrestlers on the show. The kids love wrestlers." Ugh. So you would come to, you know, you'd write the sketch and you'd come to shoot it on Tuesday, and they're like, instead of you in the sketch, there'd be like Triple H or uh, whatever. Geez. One time I got there and I saw the call sheet and it said uh, Edge, and I was like, "Did we get the, the Edge from, from U two? Yeah. And like, no, I was like. Edger and James, the running back from the Colts, and like no, the shaving gel. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> These are all the edges I know. I don't know anymore. There's no more edges. There can't be a fourth edge. There is a fourth edge. He's a wrestler, and so uh, but so then after a while, you kind of like we're like oh, I'm ready to, to do something else. What uh, if it's that kids just like rocks? <laughs> and then he totally, he totally missed oh the data. There was point. a boulder in the background of one of those scenes. Yeah. That's what it was. We can save the show. God damn it. Come here. I got, right, so I got a great quartz sketch. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, had the, I always had the uh, you know the the kind of most embarrassing soul-bearing auditions were always the mad tv auditions the worst. they were the worst i auditioned for it like three years in a row and and you didn't get it see that just... no but like that, that just goes to show you we had i mean we had a really fun cat like we had like key and peel were yeah. on the show and stuff but then there were also people like kristen wig auditioned a bunch and i was like if kristen wig doesn't make it what the fuck are you doing like <laughs> um and they were they are the worst they like when you come in and they're like uh do characters and impressions and i was like well i can do bad impressions I can't even do bad characters. Like, I can't do characters. I can't do that shit. Can you do characters? And I mean, just other than like, well, look, I'm doing a character. What is more embarrassing than walking in and being like, hello, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Sloppy Jew, <laughs> man. It just, it's so fucking lame. I, um, oh, I feel like I've told this story on the podcast before. This is what happens when you have a podcast for a long time. But one of the times, I feel like it was for Mad TV. <clears throat> um, but, uh, there had been, I, I had this, I had this, um, Craig Kilborn impersonation. Which was sort of like timely, yeah. <laughs> well, this is how long ago it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was still on the air. Like, it's like it's a he was still on the have. air at yeah. the time. Yeah, Kilborn was still on the air at the time, and uh, and there it, it wasn't really anything specifically that I was saying. It was just his joke structure to me. It was always like blah 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 blah. Here's the joke, <laughs> <laughs> and so that holds up for the record. Really, that <laughs> it really does. Master didn't know how to tell a joke probably. <laughs> so they uh, so they said uh, so the casting one was like. Oh, okay, that's funny, but uh, like she sort of missed the point of what it. I was like, well, this is sort of a generic, and she was like, okay, but I, you know, like he needs specific information, like so. <laughs> this is honest to God, what she said. What would Craig Kilborn say about the Egypt air crash? There had just been a plane crash that day, 
And I was like, I don't think he would say anything jokingly about this horrible oh, plane crash that happened today. Oh. And But the worst part was I still tried to do it. Oh. <laughs> because I'm an auditioning and performer. And they all died. And it was yeah. a, <laughs> didn't work out well. I don't know what it was. Uh. And it was just, uh, oh. that was one of those ones where... I did not like the person who asked me to do that, and I hated myself for more. Yeah, for yeah, being, yeah, yeah. It's soul-shattering. Well, when you're on the spot, then you're so much in like, I got to please him. And if you say, uh, no, you're for sure not getting the job. Yeah, 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 if you exactly, say a, exactly. a weird yes, but you might get it. But to be fair, yeah. if I was going to stand up for something, that would have been the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good time. <laughs> we had great people that would send in submission tapes. Like We had this one guy in Cincinnati who sent us a tape. And he had three self-tape sketches on it. One was, do you remember, uh, Van Down by the River, Matt Foley? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He just did that verbatim. Like, oh. literally the same characters in verbatim. Then he did one for, it was a commercial parody for, like, a butt plug that was, like, the most vilely homophobic, disgusting, <laughs> like, gr- grotesque, explicit. And then he did one where he comes, it's a bunch of school children and him. And at the time, Ken Griffey, the guy was from Cincinnati, and Ken Griffey Jr. is a baseball player. He was getting shit from uh, the Cincinnati media for not playing while he's injured. They're calling him like a baby. So this guy is in a school with like actual children, and he's in blackface in a red jersey. And he's literally like, they were like, why won't you play, Mr. Griffey? And he's like, I won't play because I'm a little baby. It was just like, <laughs> we, hi- we hired him. We hired him. We hired him. <laughs> it was Mike McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, disclaimer: It was not Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald. It was Mike McDonald from the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I put a black face on my whole face. I put a black face on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's wrong with a black face? What can I put it on now? That's a solid Mike McDonald. Yeah. In, in, in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> Blackface. That was that yeah. was beautiful. Yep. Um, but it's yeah. not racist if you sing it. <laughs> well, that doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't it be racist if you sing it? It's just not. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke bomb. <laughs> and then he just disappears. <laughs> That's how you get that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> well, you wait. You know what? You you just say you don't have characters, but you 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 were a character on uh, Eastbound and Down. That was like a pretty. That was a yeah, Russian, yeah, yes, that was that a was violent Russian guy. But that's almost just like an impression of a Russian, like a yeah, guy yeah, from Easter true. Promises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I I was gonna go in and audition. Uh, uh, it's like my one of my favorite shows, and I was gonna audition yeah. for the Sadekis part before oh, yeah. they offered it to Sadekis, and I was they called me as I was in my car, and they were like, they're on to a bigger star. And I was like, ooh, that fucking sucks. And they're like, can you do a Russian accent? So I was like, oh, yeah, I can do, like, a really bad one and uh, just kind of bluffed my way into that. And then I think just because of in the audition you read with Danny, oh, who's the best improviser ever. And yeah. if you're able to do a little bit of improv with him and you can kind of keep the accent, they were like, yeah, 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 you should do it. That's right. But it was, it was, it was fun. That was, that that was, was a great that character. Was Did you guys watch the uh, season premiere? Haven't watched it yet, no, because uh, we haven't saved. So my really funny. Watch it. Really, really funny. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things. Good stuff. Is that the one that Whittles <laughs> didn't work on this season? Whittles did. My, Whittles actually wrote my first episode. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. He's the best, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a party animal. <laughs> he is. <laughs> loves his fish. Yeah, loves fish. Also thinks he can legitimately throw uh, hit a baseball from a real major league pitcher, <laughs> which I don't want to burst his bubble, but it's like, just eat more cheese. It's in the fucking writer's room, pal. <laughs> like, it, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> Is he still working on Eastbound? No, uh, he's back at Parks. He's parking at Parks. Yeah. Right? Back at yeah, Parks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is he show running Parks? 
No, no, he's a supervising producer. Or Mike Schur is still show running. Mike Schur, oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Things aren't going to go that great for Harris Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe wait till he's 29 to show up. When I was little. When I was little. What was that thing that Besser did? Like, like for some reason, Besser just like saw saw that there was a guy named had a last name Whittles, and then made a whole sketch called Skittles for Whittles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote a sketch about Whittles for uh, Whittles. I don't know. I don't uh, give a fuck if it's funny or not. Yeah, like the Fugazi of comedy. Him and Polar came to do a workshop at I.O. when I was like eighteen. And they split it in two halves, and Polar was like super energetic for the first one and inspiring. And she was like, We gotta fucking get out there and do scenes. It was so great. And then Matt like tried to teach us this weird, like, <laughs> weird New York UCB form that was incorporating like kung fu moves and stuff. And like, it wasn't going great. And the only thing he goes, He goes, Hmm, maybe we shouldn't have done this. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Besser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was terrified of that guy. But he's now you see he's such a nice guy. He's well, he's like nice. he's all softened up from having kids. Yeah, he's got a kid. Yeah. He's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. you softened up from having a kid yet? Yeah. Well, I'm always always a huge like Hollywood phony nice guy. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I don't know who you are. Uh, but it has Pat Finn. Pat Finn. How are you? Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm a huge pussy now. I, I, <laughs> I cried. Now we watched uh, like we were flipping channels and Annie came on. Like with the with the, the, the old like, the old Annie. With yeah. like Albert Finney and Albert Finney and uh, Ann Rinking and uh, 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 Carol Burnett, uh, Carol Burnett, Tim Curry, uh, Burnett Peters, and then can you name the girl who played Annie? Um, her Got name. Twenty bucks in it for you if you do. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, no, that's not it. Okay, no wait, hang on, hang on. I hang think on. I know it. Her name. Okay, fuck. I'm remembering the Annie from Broadway who was Andrea McCardle. Yes. That's okay, McCardle. and this girl was A. Aileen <laughs> Quinn. Yes. 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 Damn it. yes! God damn it. yes! Another Annie 20. I don't know how I, I'm making so much money this week that on Annie trivia. That was impressive. Thank you very much. Thank I you. I never crazy. thought he would have got that. That's I'm going to put right this. This goes right back into my ass where that name came out of. <laughs> you got it. No, you got it. You got it. No, I can't it. take your it's money. It's fun. No, it's not funny if I can take it back. It's All right, fellas, <laughs> fellas. Old, no, Jody, you can, you can take it. That was really impressive. <laughs> what else are you watching? Uh, well, I loved, I loved uh, Breaking. Mm-hmm. Over. Mm-hmm. Would you, you guys love the finale? I loved it. Amazing. Yeah, I thought it was perfect. It was. It, I mean, and first of all, n- not surprising. Like, I literally three days ago, I was like, well, he's obviously going to kill them, and he's going to set Jesse free, and he's going to die, and the kids will get the money somehow. Like, so yeah, th- yeah. Th- there was no huge twist, but you didn't fucking need one. You didn't no. need a huge, crazy twist. No, you didn't. You just <clears throat> needed it to fucking stick the landing. It was so good. It was so perfect. Vince is, it's so crazy. I was watching my wife, and we actually know Vince because we've just met him at parties. He's a great guy. And the first thing you hear on this episode is our favorite song, which is El Paso by Marty Robbins. Yeah, so literally, yeah. like, the song we play the most in our home, it was it was really good. I did think that today, though, whatever happened to, what was the guy from the, uh, the were they, the impound lot? Yeah, the like the dump or whatever. And the... Oh, Larry Hankin. Yeah. yeah like, oh, yeah. The, you mean the, the that <clears throat> the old the old guy. The old who, guy who yeah. was yeah, he was the Kramer. Old Joe. I think they called him Old Joe or old something. Joe. His name's Larry yeah. Hankin. He played the fake Kramer in the pilot episode. Oh, of really? Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And he uh, yeah, that was a character where because he knew about everything. He, he was everything. amazing. Yeah. Amazing. He's an yeah. amazing actor. Dude. And that yeah. was so a great cool. character that I always there was one of those. Well, he's really smart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just sort of it's like the Breaking Bad extended universe where yeah, you want to see like I want to see a whole Walrus Man show. You know, like I want to see a whole Larry Hankin yeah. show. It was so good. It was so good. Um, what else am I watching now? I'm, I'm, 
I guess we're watching Homeland. Do you guys watch Homeland? I haven't watched yeah, it. I haven't watched it. I, I wanted, you want it. You want it to be so good, but it's, sometimes you're just like, what's up with all these actors? Are they Canadian? Like, there's something <laughs> off about them. I don't know. And then Boardwalk Empire, like, you want to love it, but it, sometimes it's just, it's bored. Walk I, Empire. I, I, I mean, was it's totally like, keep up with it, but like at the first season, I was just kind of. First season was rough. Second season, amazing. Third season was okay. This season, it's just like, it's a lot of Jeffrey Wright talking slowly, man. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you watch uh, Dexter? I was never never got into Dexter. Yeah, I heard yeah. it's great. I heard it's amazing. Yeah, except for the, like the last. Two what what was the finale? What, why were people so? <laughs> oh, I don't seen, know. Have you ever seen the movie Doctor T and the Women? Oh, you explained this yes, before. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, have. yeah. yeah. It Can ends... you not record me saying that I've seen Doctor <laughs> T and the Women, please? <laughs> it ends quite similarly. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh. So I haven't. He seen turns it. into Richard Gere. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Shelley Long shows up. She sure it's, does. Uh, you know, uh, at the end of Doctor T and the Women, he uh, like his life is basically falling apart, and uh-huh. he needs to go, uh, and so he gets in his car and drives into a tornado. Yes. Uh, at the end of uh, Dexter, has everything's falling apart. Is but you don't need to because uh, it's the worst. I know, but maybe I do want to see it at some point. Maybe I do don't, want to see it at some point. Don't, you won't have to watch yeah. the rest of Dexter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Plug it. Did you watch uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is that good? Is that worth watching? Oh, I haven't. I didn't see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet because I, 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 I was it, on the road. I TiVo'd it. Yeah. I heard it's good. Ben Brooklyn Nine Nine is very, very funny. Too. It's very funny. Yeah. And uh, Ray Donovan's really watching. Oh, God, Ray Donovan. Yeah. I really stepped into this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you Ben Ray. Ray, I'm in big trouble. Meet me at the synagogue. No. <laughs> you're just doing Elliot Gould because that's the one guy that's like. Yeah. Oh, Ray. Ray. I made a shiver. you got to help me out. I moited a hooker. No. There are, there are movies that are in the back of my head that I often think, and of course this is easily verifiable with the internet, but it, were there not an internet would drive me crazy, where you go, did I dream that was a movie or there was a movie with Elliot Gould and Bill Cosby called The Devil and Max Devlin. Yeah, sure. Yeah, from like 1976. Something like yeah, 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 like yeah, 1976. Yeah. And all I can remember was that Elliot Gould was supposed to go around and sign kids' souls, souls up, for yes. the devil. Yes. But then I don't remember anything else about the movie. I haven't seen it in years. He was the biggest box office star in the world in 1975. Or in America. Like, he was huge. Elliot Gould. Yeah. And then I guess he was just... <laughs> <laughs> kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah and everyone yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, we can't work with you anymore." Yeah, someone uh, I was once reading something, and like someone said, like he's pretty much the guy from The Long Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's just kind of like, "Oh fuck you." Are you know. are you like a certified expert at the movie game? No, not great, but I, I mean, I'm decent at it. Because I I feel like there's a group of guys that I know that are on. Like I feel like I'm the best at it. But there's other guys that I play once in a while. And I'm like, God, dude, like Mark Duplass is really good. Rogan's really good. I feel like you guys would be really good. I'd be okay, um, you know, with 70s and 80s movies. Yeah. Not so much with 90s films. For me, 90s romantic comedies, I know them down. I know every single one of them. Every action movie from the 90s, I know. Yeah. Like, I can tell you <laughs> Jeff Speakman films. Like, it's like, <laughs> fucking, it's, well, it's co- yeah, what is it? Uh, um, oh, what was the Jeff? The uh, Perfect Weapon? Perfect Weapon. Yeah, yeah. Perfect Weapon. Yeah. Can you t- tell me who his boss was in the Perfect Weapon? No. Fucking James Earl Jones, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> I remember this shit, and then twice a month, I have to call my wife and be like, can you go into my... My computer get my pin number for me. I can't remember. Like it's so <laughs> fucking lame. Yeah, it's S P E A K M A N. Yep. Speakman. Uh, <laughs> Speakman. Don't know how to say it, but fuck it. What was the form of martial arts that they were trying to sell it with was him? Sticks. It was like a weird thing. But it had a name. I can't remember the name of it. Um Sticku. Stick fighting. 
It wasn't Stiku. It wasn't. And then there was Jim Cotta was another one. Jim Cotta was like 88. Jim Cotta was so capitalizing on like the U.S. Olympic fervor. Olympic, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can we turn this into murdering? Mm. Well, there was a, like, a, they did, a, they showed a bunch of this movie at Cinefilm and they said there's like a whole genre that happened after like Karate Kid and when like yes. Karate got real big and they yeah. called it Dojo Cinema. Yeah. And it was basically all these guys that had. You know, dojos like like you know training karate training places are like we have a bunch of people, we have the money, yeah, let's, let's make do, a movie. We have the cocaine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Like that's why I love eighties films is because unabashedly, it's ninety percent of them are are made, shot, conceived of, edited on massive amounts. Yeah. We could Miami shoot the entire thing in four days. Miami Connection is one of those movies. The movie Soul Man is yeah. about a rich white person, <laughs> rich white man. Dying his skin black to steal a Harvard scholarship from a black woman. Yep, that's a, the kind of a shit black you think woman of. in yeah. need. In need. That's yeah. the kind of shit you think of on code. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and gets away with it at the end. Yes. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yes. Still stays there. Yes. Yeah. And she fucking says the falls in love with him. And who was the boss? James Earl Jones. Earl Jones. Yep. Yeah, that's, yes. That that one always kind of irritated me. At the like, I I remember seeing that movie in the in the eighties and sort of feeling like something's not okay about it's this. It's wrong. And because I was, you know, I was young, but I still, I was like, okay, but I liked to see Thomas Howell. Yeah, he was awesome. And I loved Ari Gross. Ari Gross, man. Come um, on. But uh, it always felt like that. In the very end, he's like, um, <clears throat> uh, you, 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 le- you learned a great deal. You learned what it was like. And he's like, no, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> what do you mean? Because if if I didn't like it, I could always get out of it. It's not the same. You've learned a great deal more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> we won't press charges. That's literally what? writers being like, is that enough of a lesson? Yeah. 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 Lesson. Oh, no, I got it. I fucking got it. I have James Earl Jones tell me you learned another lesson. Ah, I fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> well, he died, so I guess this is the shooting script. <laughs> Any revisions? No, no, fuck, he's good. <laughs> well, by revisions, do you mean we can revive this man? <laughs> no, 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 he's fucking gone. He's he's like, no, there's no stamina revised for him. He's fucking his gone. His heart died in what can only be described as a coke explosion. <laughs> <laughs> There is blood and white powder all over the walls. So are we shooting Soul Man? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to sniff this guy's fucking organs. It's going to screed out the pores. It really... Yeah, that's right. I totally... I completely, <laughs> it's funny to take those movies in context and be like, what if you pitch Soul Man today? You would be yeah. taken to the Los Angeles County limit and, yeah. and kicked out. <laughs> don't fucking come back. No longer welcome you. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, that's right. And he totally gets away with it. He gets away with it. They don't kick him out of Harvard. Do you think Harvard would be like, excuse us, um, are you sure this is the correct message we should be sending for Harvard <laughs> that someone could put on blackface and we'd be like, okay, we're not going to kick you out? They asked the president of Harvard. He's like, no, it's fucking great. I love it. It's good. It's gonna, okay. Enrollment's going to okay. go up. Okay. So you accepted someone under false pretenses. Right. They stole money from an underprivileged person of a different race. Yeah. And you're basically just going to let him stay in the yeah, school. Yeah, put fucking Harvard's name on it. We're, we're gonna, <laughs> fucking, I love it. Harvard, Harvard, Harvard. <laughs> Those fucking pussy cocksuckers at MIT wouldn't let this shit happen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. Yeah. Do you think some guys tried to get away with blackface after that movie going, no, no, I'm not in blackface. I'm in Soul Man. Well, the, <laughs> well they, they, you need tanning pills. That's the thing. Don't exist. That's the thing is that they, they totally, that's that was not, the way they got around it. They're tanning pills. Well, also, those coked out writers are like, what were you, shoe polish? You put fucking shoe yeah. polish in his no, face? No, 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 no. What? Tanning pills. Are you sure those are a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a fucking thing. <laughs> what if he falls into a pit of something like No, 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 no. Uh, it's yeah. got to be like something he can take so, so it doesn't fucking rub off. <laughs> Can he still, like, so he could still do coke? He could yeah, still yeah, do a yeah, lot yeah. of coke? Yeah, he could do gummers and shit. Oh, my fucking <laughs> Why, Where's all the enamel on my teeth? <laughs> Why is it on my hand? 
It must have been. This must have been the grossest fucking city to live in in like uh, 1986. Yeah. Like every everyone's running around like half hard ons. Like, uh, there's car accidents everywhere, and all the women are mean. <laughs> Just like a fucking shithole. Don't nothing but a good time. It's like the fucking sunset strip. Crash. Oh, I got a weird boner now. <laughs> Fuck it. That was the slogan of the city. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah. We would have been so fucking rich. Oh, uh, God. No, but then you would have lost it in the 90s. Oh, yes. Yes. Can you imagine just like that idea of being like super coked up, balls to the wall kind of thing, and then fucking like grunge and everything else right. comes along and the sort of like, and then the drugs change. Right. And, like, yeah. Fucking fucking weed. Fuck weed? that shit. Yeah. I'm going to the rainbow where I fucking belong. <laughs> <laughs> You still see those guys, by the way. You know, you go to the comedy. You go see those guys. Those guys are stuck in 1988. It's fascinating to watch. Yeah. I haven't been to the comedy store in ages. Where do you do uh, perform at here? Usually here, because we do our shows downstairs. Yeah, Yeah, because it's... um, you know, to uh, usually I'm gone on the weekends, which is when you would perform, like, at the improv or the... Right, 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 right. You know, and, and so... It's like, uh, you know, I don't really... When I'm in town, again, to, like, put in the... Put my call up and, like, you know, yeah. say, hey, can I go up on Saturday night? And then it's like you get 10 minutes. And you that's know. my thing with like improv. Someone asked me to do a show. I'm like, oh, that means I have to like fucking get my car. I know, it's, I, know it, I know it sounds like I'm being lazy. No, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm with, with you. I'm but if, you're, if you're a young comic, you should do those things. Yes. But at a certain point, it's just like, no, well, I don't, you. you know, I, I don't, because 10 minutes in front of a paid crowd is sort of a weird thing because you go, well, if I just go up on stage and do shit that I know is going to work. Why do I need to go down there and do that? I already know that's going to work. But if I'm going to go workshop stuff, is it? I don't mind workshopping stuff in the body of a long set because yeah. I can still not make people feel like they're yes. they've had money taken away from yeah, them. Yeah, 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 but yeah, if yeah. I go up with a notebook and for you know for ten minutes and I'm experimenting and then people are like, what? Do we, and you know? then if you die too, you go home and you just you feel like shit. You I just feel bad, like... and then you feel bad for them, and it just yeah, doesn't yeah. feel so. <laughs> you feel bad. For yeah, them. I've already played. I've already mapped out all the possibilities in my head. <laughs> I know this, how this is going. I've be. already played. Uh, <laughs> D- 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 unhappy on the only winning move is not to play. So oh I don't, God. I don't do it. No, nah, that's good. Um, we're it's about an hour. Is that an hour, Katie? Sorry? Are we at an hour? Yeah. Holy shit, dude! Dude, you guys, that's crazy. You're fun, Ike Barinholtz. Come on, guys. That was fun. That was nothing but a good time. <laughs> and I don't get wet all on the Take the tan pills, go to Harvard, <laughs> and steal a scholarship from a poor black girl. <laughs> yeah, write it down. <laughs> That's good. That should be the fucking theme song. That should be the fucking theme song. The fucking theme song is Soul Man. Well, let's, really fuck, just... let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in your imagination. <laughs> fuck, just fucking get on my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have flaccid imagination sex. <laughs> oh, Jesus, you guys. Thumb it in. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are paying. Thumb it in. Thumb it in. in. Oh, shit. Oh, you're not getting. <laughs> Wait. I was told $10,000. Who told you that? Uh, my guy in front of the comedy store? My agent. My agent. I'm having to call him. 
No, Ray Donovan, I messed up. I told my client he's going to get 10 grand for doing noidist. Hey, did you get the 10 grand? Did you get the 10 grand? Yeah, 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 I got yeah. 10 grand. I call Carlos. He's on the way. Oh. All the podcasts, all the podcasts are getting paid 10 grand. All the podcast guests are getting 10 grand now. Everyone's getting 10 grand now. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, Thanks, Ike. Thank so, um, the Mindy Project is uh, uh, Tuesdays uh, on Fox at uh, 9.30, 8.30 Central, and it's a really funny show, and you should watch it. What's your name on Twitter? At Ike Barinholtz. I K E B A R I N H O L T Z. Nice. Well, uh, I had a nice exchange with Mindy Kaling on the tweets the other day, who was very lovely. Oh, when she was talking about other shows? Yeah, other <laughs> she, after my shows. My favorite one was Low Winter Blab. <laughs> that was my favorite one. You got those shows, by the way, are so fucking entertaining that you do. Like, I every watch every single Talking Dead. Oh, you're very Love Talking nice. Bad. It's so good, man. I, 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 that's th- what I'm most excited for, the new Talking uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, I just saw I went to the premiere last night. How is it? It's great. The first episode play, it's it's really, uh, the first episode is like, why shit? And I can't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah. I saw a, like, seven-minute teaser for it. Yeah. And it was just like, Looks great. okay, that's what I want. Yep. Like, the season three fucking tension hot shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I Apparently, want. Apparently, it just gets... Dude, I'm so excited. Uh, um, but uh, I think there's a, you know, Talking Bad was a fun after show to do because, you know, I also knew it was only going to be eight episodes and I wasn't going to be just doing after shows forever. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I probably, you know, I probably won't. This is like when I Are think you not going to do it again? Well, no, because I actually I thought as a joke it'd be really funny to go on Twitter the Monday after and be like, hey guys, Talking Bad just got picked up for two yeah, more yeah. seasons <laughs> just to see... The people that, right. like the trolls, yeah. you're like, fuck you, yeah. fuck it. You're like the people who took it literally. Changing the name to Reminiscing Bad. Reminiscing <laughs> yeah. Bad, yeah. But we, we just remember remember when Badger... Um, then that one time? Remember that? <laughs> when Badger... It's so, it's so fun, though, because that's what you do after the show anyways. Is my wife well, and I talk about it and watching people who are fucking funny, like s- hater coming on being like, yeah, that was great. I loved it. It was fucking <laughs> <laughs> It's fantastic. I do impressions of other impressionists. There yes. was... <laughs> Someone came up with the, a great one for Hell on Wheels, and I wish I could find their Twitter account because so I could give them credit. But it was uh, Spoken Wheels. <laughs> uh, God damn it! That's pretty good. That was a pretty good one. Uh, so group awesome. conversation. Probably it's just, a little oh, late. Hey, a little late. Nice. Ooh, yeah. you've been sitting on that one, Jonah. <laughs> yeah. That was off the top of the dome. Mm. Wow, you better close that dome so no that way, shit don't get the, the sunshine Oh, <laughs> dome under the dome. Hank dead. No. <laughs> I met him. Oh, he's great. He's the f- coolest guy. Yeah, at the, one of the Emmy parties. Such a sweet guy. They're yeah. all really nice. They're awesome, dude. So, uh, thanks, Ike. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy your, bu- Enjoy your burrito. <laughs> Pronounced with, with Judge Ito. <laughs> God damn it. God damn you guys. <laughs> one of them is Hompton. Mm. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs> This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Nerdist for a $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale and $55 of free postage. That's Stamps.com. Enter the promo code NERDIST. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. 
Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.